0: Last week, there was no episode for the podcast. and I'm not gonna be, lie with you about why. I was really depressed. This has been kind of snowballing and ongoing. And so um, I want to talk about that a bit so you because again, part of the pod is to like, share experiences so you can learn and overcome from them. And I also have some things that I've been doing to help like me get through it. So, I can be here to create with you today. Um, So, we're we're gonna do that. So, we're gonna do today. Welcome to the Women of YouTube Podcast. This podcast is hosted by me, Desiree Martinez. Every week, I'm going to be showing up in your earbuds to inspire you on your YouTube journey with killer interviews with women YouTube creators deep dives into the inner workings of how youtube works and discussing all the things about youtube culture and the impact it is having on our world this podcast is brought to you in partnership with vidiq where they help you maximize your videos youtube reach by studying titles description tags and playlists relevant to your subject matter while also studying your competitors to help you know exactly what you should be doing for your youtube growth so if you're a female creator looking to grow your channel, level up your content, and learn from the best women creators on the platform to get you on your way to YouTube success and future-proofing your income, this is the perfect place for you. Let's do this. What's up, ladies? Welcome to the episode of the Women in Video Podcast. If you are new here... this is an interesting episode for you to join us on because you're going to learn a little more about me than you didn't expect to. And hopefully that you're here because you're like, I am struggling with this and I need help. If you are returning, hi, what's up? Thanks for coming back and for being with me on the roller coaster journey that is being a creator. So if you don't know, my husband is PTSD and anxiety from his time in the service. And it's been very trying on our family, on myself, on him, all the things. And the road to recovery is a choice he has to make every day and it's a choice I have to make every day to be there with him. And some things that have happened along this journey, it's been about six years probably since the initial sort of realization that something was wrong and a year into his trauma therapy. And the thing that has happened from that is that his trauma has given me trauma because I have to, I put myself in this position to support him through this. I choose him every day and I continue to, and I, and I, oh, and I will, because I love being married to him. And when I can see what we call like true him, uh, it reminds us both like what we're in this for. But for the past few weeks, like post holiday, all the stuff, like it's been rough, and I've gotten to this point where I just don't have a tolerance for it, like I once did. And I, and it's on. That's me. That's not anyone's fault but myself. But it does also think I have to figure out how to deal with it. Um, he's very depressed and down, and it's very affecting me because I'm like, I want to help because I'm a fixer, I'm a solver, but I can't fix or solve this problem for him because it's a journey, it's a, it's a marathon, it's all, all the things, right? And so it's been very difficult, and so trying. I mean, I haven't been motivated to do what it takes to get done. I'm also dealing with things like in my life, like I have, I have two kids, um, and my son is has the biggest of feelings and thoughts, and about how life should be and what's fair and what's not fair. And it's my job as his mom because he's turning nine this year to like mold him into the person he wants to be. That I also want him to be, like, I want to encourage sort of that idea, like, I'm trying really hard to parent the kid I have, but also teaching him important values. Like, today, he came home, he's like, my legs hurt and I have a headache. Okay? you. But he also has to go to dance class. And I'm like, buddy, you've committed to this dance team. It's a team situation. You have to be there. Even if you just sit on the sidelines and support, you still need to be there to support your team because it's something when that you've asked to do the team you've committed to. And I have to pay for this. So I'm not like, I don't get, I, it doesn't cost me money either way, whether you go or not. And I don't want to waste that for you because you need to be there. And it was a fight to get in there. And so he's got all these big things. It's just literally all, all, around like himself and the stuff. And it's, I hope it's normal parenting stuff. <laughs> if you have kids and the struggle is there, please message me and let me know I'm not alone, but it's just been a lot of these things. And, and, it's sort of this world of a thousand paper cuts that I'm just like, I don't want to. And I had this moment today. I was in my my car and I'm just like, I hate this. I hate who I am right now. I hate how I'm functioning and existing through all of this. It's making me miserable. It's making me depressed. It's making me – like I I get I, – I had this moment of just like realization my husband goes through. and Like I get it a lot better than I haven't before. Because if this is how you feel, I understand why you react the way that you react. Because I'm unproductive and I'm unmotivated and I don't want to do anything. And I have a mile long list of things that need to get done. And nothing sounds more amazing to me than watching Netflix on my phone in my little like papasan egg chair and hiding from it. And so I've had to pull myself out of it. And I've, I know the things to do. I also try stuff. And so I, how I get myself out of these funks, when I have a schedule, I have a team, I have a business, I have this camera to show up for every week, not just for you, but also for my YouTube channel and for myself, I have had to figure out like how to do that. How does showing up look like? What does showing up look like? How does getting things done look like? And it's giving myself the grace to know that it doesn't have to be perfect. It's giving myself the permission to cut corners, miss times, all of the things. But I'm not going to allow myself, though, to sit in the funk and not get stuff done when there are deadlines, goals, money, things attached to it. And just the realization I know like if I work on this thing I love and this thing I'm doing, it's worth it. It's going to make me feel better. And hopefully by sitting down and recording – it me to record the next thing and do the next thing and the next thing I need to get done. So how – so I have 11. 11 things you can try doing that I have done not only in the past couple weeks to help me work through, but I've done in the past. And I'm just feeling like uninterested in all of the things. And I think that this, and you can use these, I think, not just for things that have to be a creator, but also things that help you do with your business and your life to help you get through this. And so I hope that it helps. So the first thing is get ready. I get camera ready, like so many of you out there. I do my hair, I put on makeup, I make sure I'm wearing a bra that puts my girls in the right place. I do all of that stuff. And, um, it's helpful that ritual of making yourself get up. Making it's kind of like people who get up and go to the gym. I'm getting up and I'm getting myself ready. And it's important I set my alarm like 30, 45 minutes before I have to get my kids up and start like dealing with them for getting ready for school, giving it gives me that time to myself. I'll listen to some podcasts or I'll listen to an audio book and I go through my routine. My routine as on insane muscle memory because I've done it so much. So I know it's capable. I know I can do it in like 20 to 25, 30 minutes. I can get it done. I can, and I can do it. And by getting ready, I have this thing like, don't waste this hair. Don't waste that makeup. Like get stuff done. Do the things that you want to do because you've got goals and objectives and all this stuff. And so that's really important to show up for yourself in that way by getting yourself ready. We've gotten really, I think, comfortable with I am what I am, show up how I am situation. There's a time and place that, like when your girlfriends are coming over, if like if it's a whole like late night, like we just need to spend time together and drink some wine, that's an appropriate place for sweatpants. If you kid pick up appropriate and drop off, appropriate place for sweatpants. But showing up for yourself and your business and things you want to do, put whatever little effort that you want into, whether it's getting dressed, whether it's doing your hair, doing your makeup, brushing your teeth, like as silly as that one might be, brush your teeth, just get ready. And that'll kind of lay you out for your day. Even if you don't do anything, at least you did that for yourself in the day. Okay. My next one, number two, sleep. I'm not talking sleep at night. You do need to do that. Probably shouldn't watch that extra episode of Netflix or scroll that extra 15 minutes on TikTok. We've all been there. I've been there. I was there. I'm there almost every night. But my thing is to take a nap. Okay, naps will recharge your brain in ways that you didn't know. I took an so this is Monday. I record – my creator day is Monday. It's the way it's how I start my week. I create because it's when I'm usually, usually the most mentally strong. I'm rested off of my weekend. And I'm ready to tackle the things I need to do for my weekend. I usually will record things for the pod. If I haven't already interviewed or something like that, I just do the introductions. Do the pot, I do all stuff. So Monday, so what I'm recording is 5.09 PM Eastern time. I've been ready all day since 7.30 AM. And I was like, I can't. And I went in, I was have all these things. Like I had an issue with my truck. My, my daughter didn't sleep last night. And so she needed extra sleep time. And that was a whole thing. And then I had to deal with just again, lots of paper cuts in my day. And it was just not working for me. So I took a nap. my, I have someone that picks up my kids from school, and so it was like three thirty. I got into my bed. I'm like, I'm taking a nap, and I scrolled a little guiltfully. But I was like, nope, you have to do this. And so I got in, and I three forty. I put my phone down, and I did two things. I turn on uh, three things. I turn on my fan to to tone out the noises, like my dog barking when the Amazon guy comes or whatever. I put an eye mask because darkness. Because even in winter they're still light. And three, I put on the Headspace app. Headspace app has these like wind downs that are three to 10 minutes that you can pick the time. I did 10 minutes and I just forced myself to listen to that person. I fell asleep. It was literally no more than a 15 minute nap. I'm not saying let's get an hour and a half in. I'm saying that mental recharge is amazing. I literally opened my eyes like wide awake, took off my eye mask and wrote the notes for this podcast. Because I just got a mental wave of inspiration to do things. And so taking a nap kind of gives your brain a chance to breathe. Like when we're when we're stressed and frustrated, we have to breathe and it sucks. And It's the worst thing to tell someone because they're like, it's the thing they need to do the most. But the thing they don't want to do the least and you hate doing it too, breathing to calm yourself down, sucks. I feel like a nap is a way for your brain to breathe and take a second to like recharge – realign its synapses and hit like a reset button, almost like a computer reset, right? We need to do a little software update to the mind. A nap allows us to have that. So take a nap. It helps. It really does. there are so many studies that talk about how an afternoon nap a twenty minute thirty minute situation will do wonders for your productivity. The Japanese do this. They literally have nap rooms in most offices so that you can just take that break. It's you know in in Europe, like in Italy and stuff they have the siesta, which is like from one to three o'clock. They go home they have lunch they take a nap. That's why they operate so late. They have the late dinner they go back to work they have much better mental health they have much better. Company cultures and productivity because they factor in that rest. So take a chance to rest for yourself. Okay. Um, my third one is an easy win. Find an easy win. Let me tell you about today's easy win. So before I took my nap today, scrolling the talk in bed, waiting for like myself to like fulfill that I could do that, and I came across this TikTok video, and I'll make sure it goes into the show notes about how to reorganize your fridge. And I hate the design of the refrigerator. I hate the design of the refrigerator so dumb because it's so deep and it's like so much gets lost in the back. We have so many things that we consume on a regular basis that it just, how it flows and organizes makes no sense to me. Found this video about ADD and um, the fridge and I was like, this is great. I don't, I probably have some form of ADD, but the way that she's talking about organizes made so much sense is you put your condiments in the vegetables and fruit drawers and you use the doors for the things you're gonna use all the time. You don't use your condiments enough. Put them away. Like you don't, you don't do those every day, all the time. So what I decided to do when I woke up from my nap and I wrote my notes, I'm like, I'm gonna go do this. I'm gonna go this. So I brewed some tea while that was doing while my tea was brewing. I literally reorganized my fridge. I had a bunch of stuff, I, or it took me 10 minutes. Ten minutes. To refungshui my 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 fridge, and I put like all my fruit in the door. I have one. Sh- I have a the the double open fridge, and I have the little and it's like the half. Like the bottom half is for the freezer, and so I have the top half with like the three shelves, and so and it has the butter spot. And so I had four shelves to work with. I kept one shelf for all of my condiments that we use all the time: ketchup, honey, mustard, like mayo, that kind of stuff. Stuff so we use at least every three days. And then the other three shelves I put – and in two of the other shelves I put all my oranges, the little halos the kids eat, and then apples and grapes on the other shelf. And then I had one shelf that I, like, had a little container and I divided. it. I put tomatoes and our zucchinis and squashes in the door. And – it like opened up the fridge in a way that, and then all of the things were in the drawer and it like, oh my God, it like, my, my fridge looks alive and functional. And it just made so much sense to me and it felt so good. It was such an easy win for me to accomplish something very basic because I was like, yes, like I can go work now. I, I've taken my nap. I've had my idea plan out. I I have the easy win. Let's go record stuff. And I had my tea, so I'm all like hydrated in the throat. Okay it was the easy win. Find an easy win. Is it cleaning your toilets? Is it answering an email you've been dreading? Is it getting ready? (laughs) Like what's the easy win that you can do to help you be like get that little endorphin rush, like working out or something to get you motivated on your wheel? And it doesn't have to be about creating. Like I said, for me, it was my fridge. I just needed something to make me feel better accomplished, like I could take care of stuff and do things, and it was wonderful for me. My fourth idea is do the bare minimum. Now, I you know it seems contrary to what I've talked about before in the past. There's 8,000 things I have to do. I have 8 million voices in my head telling me all these things I have to do. But I also did not have the mental, physical capacity to get up and do something. So what could you do at a at bare And if you're a parent, you really know this. My job today sometimes, unless you're when my babies are little, is keep them alive. Did they get fed? Do they have clean diapers? Are they safe? That's all I'm doing today. That's the bare minimum. And that's a win sometimes because if you didn't feed them, that's not a win. If you didn't change diapers, that's not a win. So find out what your bare minimum is. So what I've been working on is a digital product for my business. And so my win was scrolling TikTok. I was scrolling TikTok. I'm looking for sounds and very easy, interchangeable TikToks that any business can do. I'm trying to collect 100 of them to sell as a digital product. And I'm going to put them in a spreadsheet. I'm going to give examples of what they can do, the examples to where the TikTok is and the sound. There'll also be a tutorial on how to create them so the people that don't know, because a lot of people in business aren't there, because my audience is business owners and people are trying to figure out social media. So it's very, it's an easy win. I sat over the weekend in my depression and scroll TikTok for two hours and found 20 TikToks. I know that sounds like not a lot, but it took me a long time. It was being very meticulous in particular. I also got sucked into a couple talk like segments, but that's okay. I did the bare minimum. I did something for my business still, even though I didn't want to. And so that was okay for me. That that was a win, right? Today, I might only make this podcast. It's a bare minimum. It's a deadline I have to meet because there's other systems in place for that. And that works for me. So bare minimums are okay. It's not okay though to not do anything. So figure out what your bare minimums are because then you won't be beating yourself up over that one thing you didn't do. You'll just be like, at least I did something today. Look, I'm really sorry to interrupt, but did you know that YouTube is the world's second biggest search engine? Maybe you did, maybe you didn't, but that's why every creator truly needs to be using vidIQ to grow their YouTube channel. VidIQ's tech helps you tailor your video ideas to match what people are searching for right now on YouTube. And once you're ready to upload, well, it starts optimizing and getting you all the details that you need to make sure your videos are getting noticed. If you really want to dive in more and get started for free, please head over to the forward slash vidIQ to get started on this YouTube channel changing tool that is going to make things so much easier for you. All right. Let's get back to it. Uh, Drink water. Drink water. Don't eat food. Okay. This has been a struggle. Your girl is a big girl. Okay. I have, and this is monumentally apparent to me in in today, in this day, the the day I'm recording this. I have no outlet for my stress because for years, how I dealt with my stress is eating food. And that's where the 35, 40 pounds I'm trying to lose came from. And I was already trying to lose more weight at that point. So like I'm on a journey. Like, and that's my health journey I'll be going through. Someday I'll us talk about it maybe here. But I was eating my feelings, eating my stress. I don't have an outlet for it. And so, so many women do this. So many. So you feel like you need to eat, drink water. Because it'll make you feel better. It helps those headaches. keeps you hydrated. It flushes you out. Maybe if you're still hungry, you need to eat something, but start with water. So drink water. Don't binge eat food because you'll just regret it later. You will. Just how it works. I regret. I regret it. I do. So drink water. Vitamin D light. Now, um, this is my next version of vitamin D light. I live in the snowy winter north of Michigan where it is, again, it's 519 now and it's, it's dork. And it's been dark, all day because it's cloudy and stuff. It's snow. It's, it's the snow world. That's where I live. I live in Narnia. I look outside my window and there's deer frolicking and snow and it's gorgeous. But I'm not getting vitamin D. So I have vitamin D light. It actually sits uh, – if you're watching the video on Spotify, which I – there's a video of this podcast, you know, on Spotify. I have a vitamin D light and I'll put it on and it gives me the – like the the – the charge that the sun kind of does. I'll put it on for an hour. I'll use it as my light actually for my Zoom calls rather than my studio lighting that I usually do sometimes just to mix it up. It's very helpful. You also can take pills. Um, but a vitamin D light is really helpful with helping you like recharge. Some but the sun is just so healing. It's because it's a vitamin D. So consider getting a vitamin D light if that's a thing that would help you even just 15 minutes of sitting in front on your phone in front of the vitamin D light. Get a fix. Okay. My next one for you. What number? At one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. My seventh tip: music. Music matters. There are so many funny things on TikTok that talk about how, like, like the, why the music matters. If you change, like, they have like a scene where it's like a lovey-dovey scene. You change it to like a murdery sound. It matters. Give yourself a, a playlist to pump you up. It is so easy to get in our feelings. To dive into that emo playlist. To dive into that old school. Um, those breakup mixes, like I love Miley Cyrus and her flowers song, but that song is not lifting anybody up right now because it's like, it's about empowerment, but it's not like it doesn't, it's not hyping you. Okay. So we need to get you hyped. Okay, so these are going to be like the music you listened to back in the old days to get ready for, to go to the club, which you would listen to when you you scream it and yell it and sing at the top of your lungs and you blare it in the car and people look over at you and like you're jamming out, you know, headbanging and doing this stuff. For me, always, it will forever be 90s R&B. Like nothing makes me more excited than like 112 and Genuine and Boys to Men and like, be- Belle Biv DeVoe, like that for me is always my hype music. And I actually have a playlist I've created that doesn't actually have a lot of them on it, ironically. It's called Boss Babe. And it's all like music about like women empowerment and it's upbeat and it's like, it's so like I am like when I know I need to get stuff done, like I turn it on and that Britney's Work Bitch song is the first one. I'm like, okay, hey, we're getting it down. We're doing, it. we're hyping. Build yourself your hype mix, okay? This would be like the soundtrack that would play at your funeral to define you and your epic pumped upness. okay? Get that music playing and you can even have the music playing while you're doing these other things besides sleeping. So like if you're getting ready or you're like having your bare minimum time or your easy win, do it, okay? Maybe just drink water and sit in your front of your vitamin D light listening to your pump up mix, okay? We can do some of these things at the same time, all right? Double dip them, triple dip them to get, to maximize our presence. Okay. Um, the, I calling this one dopamine and work. <laughs> so the reason I'm saying dopamine and work is doing something that makes you really happy and then immediately go work. The problem I had with my, with my today is I did my easy. I took my nap. I took my notes. I had my easy win. Then my son came home and had a fight with him about the dance, going to dance thing like I talked about before. And I was like, ah, so make sure when you're doing this, that you are in a position, you put yourself into a position where it's like, I'm going to do something that's going to make my brain happy and I'm going to go work. That way I have a positive association with working. Um, So this could be the easy win. This could be um, eating some food. This could be working out. This could be talking to somebody. Uh, One of the things I have done for myself lately that's been monumentally Changing for my mental health is I joined a local BNI group. So, BNI is Business Networking International, it's organizations that are um, like a charter, a group. There's one person from a, in a business, like per business for it. Like, we have a realtor, we have a loan officer, we have a banker, you know, we have a construction worker, we have a, a, an advertising guy, we have a social media person that's me, we have a videographer, we have a photographer. And so, where this group is, so my group is actually 41 people, and it's a place where we can exchange referrals. We learn about each other's businesses, what people need. And then, like, when we're out and about in our life, or we ourselves have something where we know someone, we can refer business. Like, so for example, for me, I have people that need advertising help. And I'm like, I don't do that. I suck at that. But I do have a buddy Justin over at this company. It's part of my BNI. He will help you. And then we will work together because I can provide him creative and then he can run the ads for that. Or my videographer. I'm like, hey, we can publish your podcast for you and do all of the social media pieces, but he's going to film it because I do not want to do that. So it's kind of like that cycle of, of those sorts of things. So um, but it's been so good for me from a dopamine perspective. It's been so good for me because I am such an extrovert, and I forgot that I love that part of business. I speak when I go and I to conferences, and I speak at those conferences. It's different because I am giving all of the information, and I am like sometimes I get the thing back, but there's like that barrier, that speaker attendee barrier. Sometimes happens on accident where it's like. I'm I'm there to be drained from but not get the other parts of the socialization back. The SPI group, I can set up meetings with people and talk to them and learn about them and then they can learn about me and we can do stuff. And I've made some great friends already that I'm spending time with. So I start my week off seeing one of the people from that group every week on Monday mornings. And it's a great way to start my week because like I can start talking to people. Like Fridays when I do my interviews for this podcast, I am so hyped for the weekend because I spent time with people. So that's why... Find the thing that gives you dopamine and then go work. So I, I go talk to my friend and we relate and we and we give each other ideas and, and help each other and get all pumped up and then I go create content. And I did that today except that it just – I wasn't there yet. And so like that was one of those things. I was ready and I had all the things in place to get me to where I needed to be. So figure out how you can get dopamine and then go do the work. You have to lead with that and you can't let anything go in between it, okay? Um, remove the issue my issues, my husband and my children and my home. (laughs) And so, um, it's hard to be like, all right, set on fire and run away. Like I can't do that, but you can remove yourself from a situation or you can remove the the thing. So maybe it's like, if you have kids and you're home with your, your stay at home mom and like, Hey, I'm handing my children off to you partner when you come home because I need a break and you have to have that agreed upon sort of thing. Um, Maybe the issue is like a a messy house, remove the issue, clean the house, get that – just get that task out of the way. That dual is like the easy win and removing the issue. Sometimes removing the issue means removing yourself from a situation. So if there's something in your life that is draining you and not doing – serving you, remove yourself from it. For example – my twenty-year high school reunion is is happening, and I originally planned our ten-year high school reunion because I'm just that person, like I'm gonna go get her. Let's go make the things happen. And so we've been kind of working this committee. And someone from this reached out to me after our committee meeting and was like, basically trying to bulldoze over me and be like, I'm gonna do my, I'm gonna do this with or without you, and all this kind of stuff. And I'm like. I, I'm like, I've had just remove like it's taken up too much of my brain space. And I'm like, I just have to remove myself from this situation because at the end of the day, as much as I would love to go back to my high school and see people from high school, I I don't, I don't need to. It's not moving my life forward. Um, I enjoyed high school very much. I loved high school. In fact, I loved my high school. I've had fond memories. I met great people. I've stayed connected with people that I want to talk to. And I made actually new friends with people from high school because of Facebook, but. I'm mostly just like it doesn't – I need to remove myself because it's causing extra stress and, and negativity in my life. And so I'm like, nope, I, I got to move it. I got to move myself for a minute from this in order for it to be effective. So remove yourself from the things that are making you unhappy, not forever, but from a temporary situation so you can get clarity and do these other things to help build yourself back up to get to where you want to be. Uh, my next one is a lot hard for women. Generally, I'm not, I'm, 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 a lot of these are exagger- uh, very like, um, what did, I forget what the word is where like, I'm, I'm assuming that everyone has this problem. It's, there's always a minority. Okay. But it's, you need a night out and, or you need some friend time. I, this is very difficult. If you have a hard time making friends, you have a hard time leaving your kids, your family. Um, I know some women that like, I can't leave my baby alone with my spouse, my partner. I don't have someone to, it's kind of figuring out like how you can make that thing where you need a night out. Maybe it's time to get a sitter. Maybe it's time to ask for some family. Ask a friend to watch your kids for you. Your friends, if they are your friends, will be there for you. I volunteer my child babysitting expertise to my friends all the time. They never take me up on it because they're just – they don't think they can. But seriously, if someone offers, take them up on it. Family, get a sitter at care.com. You can find someone. Local Facebook groups, you can ask somebody – I've done this before. Hey, who has a teenager that wants to earn some extra money? Like, there are ways to do this, and you need to do this because you need a break, okay? Even if it's just going and taking yourself out to see a movie or taking yourself to go get some food for, like, two to three hours, give yourself a break. I have a friend I met in a very funny way, in a very Desiree way, Um, when I moved to my house, we knew no one. I knew no one in Michigan except for my family and my family is far, and they're busy and they run their own businesses and, and all this kind of stuff, so... Whenever I would be in my house and I would look out my window that goes to my front door, I would see families walking by. I would put on my shoes and run out there as fast as possible and be like, Hi, people with children. I have children. I want to meet the other people with children. And they always would kind of laugh. But I think there also is that level of gratitude. And I met a neighbor in my neighborhood and she told me the funniest thing. She is like, Introverts are all looking for an extrovert to make them do stuff. And she's like, You're my extrovert. And I'm like, Yes, I'll be your extrovert all day. I just need some, I just want someone I can hang with and like talk to. And we do this. We try to meet at least once a month together, whether it's going out to eat. Like we went to our town, did like a ladies' night a ladies' night out at the beginning of December for like Christmas and holidays. And that was fantastic. And the whole like downtown area did like discounts and it was really fun and it was all the place had like raffles and like little spinny wheels and you could win things it was really it was really great um and we went to this really great mexican restaurant we just had a great time in my little town um and then like we just met over the on saturday on saturday we got together and we made a craft i was like hey let's craft together Let's just do something simple at home. And she has a whole craft room. Did not know about this. And so I got to learn all that really fun stuff about her because we're growing our friendship. And we made tissue box covers out of, like, leftover fabric and boxes that you were going to throw away in the recycling anyway. And it was just a fun time with somebody that was – And then afterwards, we spent an equal amount of time just, like, talking and shooting the shit and, like, giving advice and and being there for each other. and, And just that support, that thing that women need. Women need women. I think people need people, but women need women, especially like moms need moms and single people need other single women. And it's a whole like thing. We are a social creature that, that relies on people to get through stuff. That's why I was so – one of the things that has honestly gotten me so depressed is when I had to make the Women in Video conference online because so I wanted to bring women together. I wanted women to be in person, hugging, crying, laughing, just just – radiating off of each other so that we could just be better, more awesome people. I wanted to build my in-person network of people together. And it's been very hard for me to let go of that. And it's made me so sad to have, to not have, I haven't touched it. Like, I, I know I have all these things and my next point is how I'm solving that, but it's just, it's hard when you can't find your people. Trying to make friends as an adult is so hard. And I want you to, if you're listening, if you've made this far in the podcast, like, thank you. If you've made this far, no, I am here for you. If you want to talk, I want to talk to you because, not because I want to help you or you need help, because I genuinely love people and I love who you are and what you're doing. And I know that you have some struggle. That you might just need to let off your chest, or or you just spend time together or whatever. Like I want to be there for you. And I want you to know you have a friend. You have a friend in me. Like you know, like the Toy Story song says. And so I want that for you. And so like women need women. So reach out to the women in your life. Find the person. Be honest. Say, I need someone. And I want to just go out and have tacos. I just want to go sit on your couch after your kids go to bed. All right? And just spend time with you. Like that is 100% perfect. That's exactly what we did. My husband was at home with my kids while they were asleep in her house her boys were sleeping. I went over to her house like 9.15 at night. That was totally fine. And I was at her house at 12.30. It was worth it. It was. It was I slept in this a little, but I just did it. And I was tired, but it was worth it to me because I got so much that I needed from it. And so how, one of the other things I encourage you to do, and this is my 11th point, um, is you need to do something for you. So when I say something for me, um, I know a lot of these basically, all of these are for you, but it's something that's extra that's not normal that you can do for yourself. Having something to look forward to is so important. That's why like the whole like summer vacation thing is like a whole big deal. I love in I love the movie Inside out by Pixar, and there's the scenes like at the end where it's like the teacher like you're inside the teacher's head. And she's like, only 234 more days to summer vacation. Then we get to go to Costa Rica and see the helicopter guy, right? And it's funny because the mom in the movie does it too, but it's just kind of – it's like well, It's the same thing? If you've got nothing to look forward to, like it's hard to stay positive. It's hard to know what you're working for and what you're doing. Yes, goals is important. But you have to be working towards – you have to be looking forward. And for me, I needed an event. I need to know that I have somewhere to go. Well, I went into this year and I was like, oh, my God. I have no speaking events on the horizon. And the next thing I have to go to is until the end of September, early October, when it's VidSummit and VidCon in Baltimore, back to back. Yes, there is VidSummit in June, but because I'm me, uh, that time is already occupied with family vacation. So I've got – I am planning three vacations. Yes, it's lavish and excessive, but my goal for this year is to do stuff for myself I'm always working on stuff for my business. I'm always doing things like for my family. And I'm like, I want to do stuff that makes me happy. And traveling and vacationing brings me so much joy. And so I'm going to do a bunch of it. Even if it's some tax write-off, I'm going to go do it. But I needed something in between. So when I was going through all this depression and stuff with my husband, I have 8 million voices in my head that are telling me, they have all of these things you need to do. You need to go do that. And I'm like, I can't. I'm stuck in my chair scrolling TikTok looking for these things for this minor small part of my business. So what I'm doing – um, I got the answer in a funny, interesting way. I'm in a group called WIM, Women in Influencer Marketing. Jess, who was our, I think our last episode of of 2022, um, she's at an event that she's doing in Vegas on the 26th of January. So for me, it's the coming Thursday, like this Thursday and this week. And uh, she's moderating it in a, a panel and it's this whole thing. And I, it's called Creator Economy Live. And I'm like, I'm going to that. I want I want to go to this. Because I, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go to this conference. I'm going to be around people. One, extrovert. Need people to help charge my brain. I'm going to learn stuff. I'm going to network. I'm going to see some people I know. I'm going to get all the dopamine fixes. Second, I am tacking on two-ish and a half extra days. So two days and a half because I have to go to the airport on this on Sunday. And I'm going to work. I got myself a nice hotel. And I made sure that that hotel had a good Wi-Fi and a desk for me to work at. And I'm going to Work. I'm going to, I have my list of projects and I know I can get a lot done. So all I have to do is wake up and I can work. I can stop. I can eat. I can work. I can kind of just get a lot of things done if I know that, like, I have that dedicated time to take care of those projects. I'm going to go do some other stuff in Vegas while I'm there. Like, I'm like, if you spend any time on TikTok and you like food, you probably have come across Keith Lee. Uh, He's the, um, MMA fighter in Vegas who reviews things like one to 10 like that's him. I'm going to go to some of the restaurants that he's recommended. I'm going to go buy uh, some Korean skincare products because I used to live in Vegas and I know they can get because I am out of my face masks. it's my weekly self-care thing I do for my body. I, I'm going to go take care of this. I rented a car, like really cheap through Turo. Like I am doing this. I'm doing this something for me to take care of my heart, to take care of my soul, to not have – it's so – different. And I, and I tell people this all the time. Sometimes I just need to not be needed. I like I have my husband. I have my kids. I have my house. I have my au pair. I have my family. I have my dogs. I have my rabbits. I, I have my business. I have this studio. They all need me. And I just need to not be needed for a minute. I need to, and that's okay. I've gone to therapy and learned that that is okay. And it's normal and not nearly enough people do that. So find what you can do for you. So maybe you come to the Women of Video virtual conference, but you do it by renting a hotel room in your town and you just like check in Friday night, check out Sunday evening, and you've just spent that time in pajamas learning stuff, ordering room service or Grubhub some of the places and just eat everything yourself. You know, maybe it's going on a girl's trip, finding right? like a sweet cruise deal, um and and going and doing that maybe it's finding a, an airbnb in a neighboring town and going and doing stuff in that town do stuff by yourself score the movies take yourself out to eat do stuff for you The only you and don't worry about someone else being there with you don't worry about doing it because someone else wants to don't get mad if someone else wants to do it with you too but they just can't get around to do it like do stuff for you i'm giving you permission to be selfish because it's not being selfish, it's taking care of yourself. Okay, you just have – most of us have this narrative or people have told us that it's selfish and it's hard and it's not easy and it requires some planning in advance. And like I've had – I'm spending the next – few days, making sure my husband's ready and his mental health is in place and be making some meals ahead of time so that he doesn't have to worry about stuff. Just trying to make it easy for him so I don't feel bad and he doesn't feel overwhelmed. It's kind of going through that process. Not because he's a bad dad, because he's going through depression and PTSD and he never knows what's going to happen in, when he wakes up or what his day will look like, but he does it because he, I have spoken all over the country and he can do it. I know he can. And so just if I can make it a little easier for him, I'm going to. Figure out how to do something for you. So Get yourself ready. Get some sleep. Take a nap, okay? Find an easy win. Do the bare minimum on a project to something to get yourself motivated. Drink water. Don't binge eat, okay? Get a vitamin D light. Listen to some super hype music. Get a dopamine fix, then go straight into some work. Remove the issue that is getting in your way, that's moving yourself from a situation or getting the obstacle taken care of. Do a night out and get some friend time and do something for yourself. These are my 11 things that I think that you should be doing that can help you with any depression or mental health struggles that you are going through. I am in this with you. I'm not saying if you do 11 things, it's going to be magically fixed, but you will be able to move your needle forward and feel a little better. And remember above all else, you are impossibly amazing and I'm here for you. Please message me with anything you have until next week. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Women of YouTube podcast. We would love to know what you thought about this latest episode, so make sure to tag us with hashtag Women of YouTube with your thoughts.